Hey everybody, welcome to the Smokestack Podcast, episode 002. Today I'm joined by Zeke Friedman and Logan Harver and WGM's own James Willie Ballard. So today we're talking about calf versus bistro, but first I want to hear um, what's on your mind. What's on your mind, Logan? Kanye West is on my mind. Oh yeah? Yesterday, Friday, um... Friday the 27th, we were supposed to get his new album, Jesus is King. And if you're a Kanye West fan, you know there was 0% chance that that album was coming out when he said it was. But he had a listening party last night, and evidently, it's it's a straight gospel record. Hmm. Zero profanity. 80% of the content is about Jesus, God. Kanye, Kanye is the most influential artist of our generation, and it's supposedly dropping tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, September 29th. So... Is it, really is super it excited for that. Were you, were you skeptical that. at all when you heard about that he was making this album? No, not at all. Zero, zero. Is skeptical. it coming out tomorrow though? Do you think? As a I do. I think it's going to come out tomorrow. Um, so just, I can't wait. As a chapel band leader, I'm probably going to incorporate some of that music into my chapel set. Mm, yes, so Lord. be on the lookout for that. My music recommendation for this week is Ona. They are a band from Huntington, West Virginia, an independent um, band that I feel like a lot of Asbury people would like. Check them out, Ona. On Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, all of that. Zeke, what's on your mind? I'm sitting in a room with two UK fans, a Georgia mm-hmm. fan, and I'm a big Mississippi State fan. Mm-hmm. So, so four SEC guys. Well, James also kind of technically counts as a Georgia fan as well. He's That's from Georgia. It's That's true. true. I'm, I'm like, but he's wearing blue. But he's today. wearing blue right now. <laughs> but I can't help but have last Saturday's UK versus Mississippi State matchup on my mind. Mm. Because James walked in the room today, and he and Logan immediately started talking UK football. And I just got a big smile on my face thinking about the beatdown that Mississippi State put on UK last week. Thankfully, I was able to be at that game, stand, or sitting right next to Logan Carver, ringing my cowbell as loud as I could. It was, it was a good experience. Hail State. That's literally the highlight of Mississippi State season was being Kentucky. <laughs> Maybe. So it doesn't get yeah, any better for but them. We are in the, in the West, which – a little bit tougher than y'all's schedule. James, what's on your mind? Funny you should mention UK. What's on my mind is like UK basketball is right around the corner. We got <laughs> we got Big Blue Midnight Madness. So, I mean, like every true UK fan, you know, we're like, oh, football. Yeah, basketball. That's what's coming down. So, we got some – I'm excited about the season. Also, look at the recruits Cal's pulling in. I mean, it's it's looking good. Yeah, so he's doing good this year. I, I'm I'm pretty pumped about UK basketball. He's Let's go. He's had a go. drought. He's had a drought. He's had a little bit of a drought. This year is, is looking nice. Yeah, so today what we really want to talk about is a topic we've had so many conversations about in the dorms over the years. And we really just want to hash out Calf or Bistro. What's your take, Zeke? I am – a very big calf fan. I'm a very big food at Asbury fan in general. So I just want to preface this conversation with, I love the calf and the bistro. I definitely love the calf. I say I like the bistro. Um, so that's my initial take. There's, I admit that there's a lot that goes into deciding whether you like the calf or the bistro better. So we can kind of flesh that out. Personally, my initial take is love the calf like the bistro um you guys probably know this i'm a strong strong bistro supporter Mm. i go to the calf once every three or four weeks 
if that. I just, I never, I never leave feeling satisfied from the calf. I don't like the food. Anytime I go to the calf, I go to the panini press and make a ham sandwich. That's it. Like the, the stir fry, whatever is always packed. Can't ever get in there. The, the line food is just not delicious to me. I never leave feeling satisfied. And you really smell bad when you leave the calf. Your clothes smell bad. So I find myself having to go and change my shirt at least because I hate just wearing it all day. I would argue the bistro almost smells worse than the calf does. Uh, you, like, you never take it with I, you. You never take it with you. I think you do, though. Do, you, do y'all legitimately think they smell bad? Either of them actually smells bad. Not I, the room. I've never noticed either of them smelling Not the room. Like, I do not enjoy walking into the bistro because it smells bad. That's the first I've I've heard of that. that. I've never noticed that. That is a hot take right there. I, well, you, I've heard a lot of people talk about, like, when you go to the bistro, you're spending $7 per meal. But the reality is James is probably the only person who can actually think in those terms because we all have meal plans. Mm. We have to yeah. think of it as swipes. Oh, yeah. We oh, have yeah. to think of it as swipes. Right, but still, is a, so, is, a, is one swipe really worth like half a bite of food and a snack? Okay, well, it, well I'm know? getting there. I'm all getting right. there. So how what, what kind of meal plan do you guys have? Block or... 100% block, and I don't understand why you do anything I don't else, either. But go ahead. I accidentally didn't get blocked this. Like, Dude, there's, no, like, there's no advantage to not getting blocked. I went to swipe It's in. like, do you want to be able to use your swipes whenever you want, or do you want to just be able to use them twice a day? And if you don't it's use like, them, they're gone. Yeah, Waste why, of money. why in the world anyway? So, okay, portion size at the bistro are a little smaller. First of all, the food is drastically better in the bistro. Drastically better. And if you're worried about the portions, mm. and you have a block plan... Use two freaking swipes. Get two meals. It's not hard. Like, that's just what I don't get about people who ain't in the bistro. And if you get the right things at the bistro, the salads are huge. The creative sandwiches are huge. If you get the right sides, the chips and salsa are a good size. You guys are just not ordering the right things at the bistro and complaining that the portions are small. You're getting the chicken tenders, getting three dinky uh, tenders, (laughs) and complain about portion sizes. That's my take. Bistro all day. I, about I you, don't Luke? know. I don't know. Bistro. I like. I try to avoid the bistro at all costs, like no matter what. Calf, every single time. I thought you were towards the middle. Okay. Okay. Listen, the the calf. There's so many options. You how you obviously just haven't explored all of your options. Like yeah, stir fry can be pretty crowded most of the time, but the but the things you can create in the stir fry station are beautiful. Like sure, have you ever if seen, I want to wait an hour ever, to get there, yeah. Have you ever seen the dachin cooking on the stir fry station? Well, he can, cook, up, he can cook up. Oh man, he can cook up some some mean rice and chicken. Um, but yeah, and the main line is almost always good, other than Fiesta Friday. Is he like the like, incarnation? I of actually like Fiesta Friday the best. No, that's like no. I go to calf. I'll go to the calf on Fridays. Like, <laughs> swear on it, I'll go to the calf on Friday for Fiesta Friday. No, well, you said you went every two to three weeks, so now you're changing. This semester, I haven't been, but. Mm. A couple times, mm. you know, I, when Logan's talking about the bistro, he almost wants to change my mind about it. It's like the love of the bistro compels me <laughs> to want to go to the bistro more. But the problem is, it's kind of like going to like a fine dining restaurant, Logan, and you know, and Amen. then you Amen. spend a lot of money, and then you get these small little teeny portions, and you think to yourself, I should have just gone to like Logan's Steakhouse, you know, or Wendy's, or Wendy's you know, and then, and I think to myself. Hmm. I and I'm I'm coming from like a staff perspective. I can drop four dollars at the calf and eat my heart's content and hang out with some pretty legit people. And yeah, you know. So, but again, I do choose my days as far as hot take on the calf. I do choose which days I go and what I'm going to eat 
Yeah. You know, you're definitely going Thursday. That's a great I mean, point. So, That's a great point. So, you, you know, you, I think if you're talking about the calf versus bistro, I think maybe, Logan, you might be a little right as far as maybe choose which day you're going to go, you know, and maybe learn to block out on the uh, on the uh, – on the uh, stir fry line, you know, maybe kind of edge your way in, knock some people out of the Definitely way. Definitely willing so. to try. You just have to be assertive. That's I'm, the key. I'm not assertive. You guys know I'm <laughs> the least assertive person in this room. My, so I have three things about the calf that I think just put it on another level. Two of them I've said already. Variety. It's, you just have, you have four good lines to choose from. You have main line, you have second line, you have salad bar, you have stir fry line. And sandwich and healthy lines can be good depending on what day it depending is. on the day they can be but, pretty good so i get a i get a salad for lunch every single day and that's that's good enough for me for dinner i usually go main line sometimes second line just depends on what's there but there's just so many options you can almost always so contrary to what logan said i every single time i eat in the calf well i'd say 95 plus percent of the time i eat in the calf i leave satisfied i leave having found something that i really enjoyed eating there's just so many options. Second, portions is huge. You just you can you can go get a plate of stuff. If you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. If you do like it, you can go back for more. You can yeah get seconds, thirds. You can. I I always get a tray. I'm a big tray supporter. Oh man. Third, like no plate. Well, I do get plates. I do get a plate. <laughs> I, get a plate. Up, I, I have I, I have seen someone though. Get a tray and just do a salad on their tray. So I, I went to just school with a guy back in the day, way back in the day, dark ages of Asbury College, as it were. In the 60s. Um, so I had a friend, Daniel Kiddick. He's now a professor at IWU in mathematics, and uh, he was a cross country runner. And he would do the tray thing, no plate, and yeah. just load that sucker up. And I was thinking, my God. That man can eat, and he'd eat it all. And then I thought to myself, did they really wash those trays that well? Do I really want to eat off that? But, I wouldn't you know, trust it. Who knows? Right? So, was the, were the trays in black and white back then? Uh, most of. <laughs> most of. Yeah, yeah. And they, so, were, they were only 2D, not 3D. Yeah, so, right. yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, so tray, trays all the way, in my opinion. But that's, that's not the debate here. The third thing, it's just quicker. You can get in and out of the calf in like 10 minutes. As fast as you want to. As fast as you want to. Yeah. You can walk in, assuming it's not at, at noon, you can walk in, get through the line in a minute and a half, eat in five, six minutes, and get out. You can go walk out. It's so quick. The bistro, I think the biggest, besides the portion argument, the biggest thing against the bistro is the weight. I, I see what you're saying, but in the cooler, in the left of the bistro, there's a plethora of sandwiches, salads, options that you go, and they have a dedicated checkout line for those items. So you can go in and out in one minute if you wanted to. Well, this, it depends on what time you're going to the bistro, right? Because if you go at a, at a designated meal time, if you go to, at noon or right after chapel, there's, oh, packed. there's no way you're getting to that line in under 15 minutes. But I see what you're saying. If you go at like 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock, you can I'm be saying they out. have a dedicated checkout line. There's two computers right. on the left side of the, of the desk where the cookies are. And the one on the left is for the fast lane. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. And I, I, That's true. I would even, I would even like to look into that because go look at it. We can walk over there after. So this. you, so the, uh, what you're saying is one line is for dine-in orders and one line is grab and go. No, not okay. So, so yet, yeah, so there's two computers here, right? Cookie, kind of, yes. Like I don't know what you call that. Display. Display another computer. Really? These two computers on either side are for dine-in, 
and there's there's two on the left, and that other one is dedicated to grab and go. That's what they call it, grab and go. Is there always yeah. someone there? No, but if they if they see someone going over there to the grab and go line, they're going ahead take care of him. If her, this if this is true, this is actually. A, a fact that I, I think I, I don't think, think I've ever this seen is this a fact that campus out. needs to know because I I have been at Asbury for three years and some months and I've never they seen I that. think there's even a sign above it grab I bet go. there is I bet there is I I'm next time you go in the bistro look for it I'm I'm intrigued yeah I mean true. but I mean I will say the quality of food in the grab and go isn't the best but if you want to get in out there quick and have something in your stomach it's a great option hmm. can we give props to Logan for using plethora I mean, this podcast is brought to you by Plethora. I, I am <laughs> so passionate about the bistro, and and my friends know this. My friends know this. The, the bistro is where I'm at every day. Now, granted, I do eat a lot of Great Wall and a lot of Subway, so I don't eat all my meals on campus. So maybe I do need to try to cap to get try the cap to get some variety in my life. I'm not against the calf. Yeah. Don't hear me. I just think it's gross. I think one thing that the bistro needs props for that it hadn't gotten yet is atmosphere. Because if you're if you wanted if you want to do something social, go to the calf. If you want to see people, run into people, sit with someone random. But the bistro just has good atmosphere, and I w- I do want to give it that because the when it got remodeled. By the way, just for historical purposes, yes, I think we need to point out that especially for alumni that are listening, they would want campus to know bistro has not always been the bistro. Yes. No. For many, for many, many years before the bistro was called the grill rip and rip it, the grill. It was pretty much as, as I understand, I went there a couple of times. It was burgers. It, it was a bunch of fried. It food. was short order. I was a cook up there about back in the day. So it was short what? order. Like we would create stuff. Student come in and say, Hey, you know, I know it says this, but can we add this and that and that? And it was awesome because you could create your own sandwich, your own burgers, you know? So it was basically just a, a grill. You had a big griddle fries. I heard it was like really that. greasy. Is that true? It was probably greasy. Yeah. You were, oh, you man. know, but Hey, you know, you're only we, in college. Can we bring once, that so. back? Can we, Demario and Johnson? I would absolutely. Listening. Hill we, hey, we have back. Maggie in here. We need to we need to get yeah, her back yeah. on and see if we can Man. get that. Through. Not only food, but it was open and we had like a stage and you could, we Wasn't did a lot of coffee houses table? there, ping pong tables up there. It was basically the Stoose. right? You but know, with food. Up, yeah. You know, so. I, so, I, I think that I would like the grill better for food purposes. But I really do appreciate when they remodeled it to the bistro. It just looks really nice. It's a good place if you if you want to go and eat slash study or you want to go and eat and spend time with someone. The Have bistro is just the place to do it. And also the the other thing for the bistro we haven't mentioned is the hours. It's open late, man. Hey, gotta love gotta that. Love that. Gotta yeah. love that. Yeah, but you, you gotta remember the the few of us who don't have block. I gotta go with a buddy. Who can you, can't, crazy, you, can't, man. you can't you can't bring that in the comment you can't bring that into just, the argument you man. can you, no, no, you, you can't. shouldn't you shouldn't you should have not, block yeah you, no you listen should not block. have block no 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 no, no. listen it's you not should not have block. excuse me this this is this is a situation where i really wanted to have block you're a senior man but it's i just didn't click the right button yeah you hate you hate to hear that there's some other <laughs> yeah there's that, a lot of user error in there that's but it still likes your semester Oh yeah 20 times worse single handedly at least at least 10 to 15% just decreases the the quality of your overall semester. quality is it for a year? No, it's for a semester, right? Not it's a for year. a semester. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll be good. Just wait a God. couple months. But 
yeah, just just public service announcement, man. Don't get anything but a block plan. Should we that's do a just coming from a guy with something that, but other than a block plan? Don't don't get anything yeah, other than a block that's plan. That's just that's just Asbury one hundred and one. Just you got to get the block. You plan, have man. to, man. It's just not wise to not do that. We can set up a GoFundMe account for for Luke to help with his you know, bistro needs. Mm. You know, I'm Luke. I'm down to swipe you anytime at the bistro <laughs> after eight o'clock. All right. Anytime we'll go to the bistro. You can bum a diet coke from my room in return. Oh, that's a fair yeah, deal. Well, yeah, he, already, he he's been taking diet cokes from your room. Not <laughs> true. I've asked. Okay. I've asked every no, time. No, listen, I saw an extra one missing like oh. today. I don't think I took that one. Man, want me? We'll we'll sell sell that later. Last final statement: Calf or bistro? Why, James? Calf, food, plenty. Yes, lots of people love it. Luke. Beautiful, succinct. I liked it. I think it's just got to be calf. The variety is there. The quality is there. Asian chicken on Wednesdays, best meal on the calf. Be sure just doesn't offer you enough. Doesn't offer enough variety. Takes forever, unless you're really trying to take your time and study or something. There's just there's absolutely no point in going to the bistro. Logan, <laughs> man, it's 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 really sad how wrong people can be sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad. We live in we live in an evil world. We Fallen really do. World. I say bistro, the hours, um, the fact that you can get multiple meals with multiple swipes if you have block plan, quality of the food is better, atmosphere. I mean, it's really just a no-brainer for me, bistro. I say calf all the way unless you're eating, you're having like a business-style meal with someone. If you're if you want to have a, a meal with a prof or some other type of meeting, you got to go bistro. It's quieter and... It's better. It's more conducive for that type of activity. But besides that, 100% calf. So that's the end of Calf or Bistro. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, if you have a strong opinion, feel free to share it with us. Follow us at the Smokestack Podcast on Instagram. Tag us in a story. Tell us what you think. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts, Calf or Bistro. Now we get to interview James Ballard the director of the WGM Student Center. So James, before we get started, assuming there's someone who doesn't know anything about WGM, just give us a rundown of what it is and what the Student Center does on campus. Yeah, yeah. So WGM stands for World Gospel Mission, and we're a missions organization in Indiana, and we send missionaries all around the world. Um, And one of the things that WGM does is we have a student center here at Asbury. We want to invest in students. And so we're a space that promotes missions um, as well as uh, sending students on uh, mission trips. And so we have a service every Sunday called Global Cafe at six o'clock on Sunday's night, Sunday nights. Um, it's a pretty uh, great opportunity for students to come, get great coffee, good tea, um, we have a great worship. Usually a missionary will share. And then of course the food is amazing. Rochelle Ballard brings the pain when it comes to food. Uh, if you haven't had the food, uh, I would say, come try it. You will not, uh, leave unexpected. Um, better than the cat and the beast. Amen. Let's go. Let's go. Um, so yeah. So, and then other than that, WGM student center is here for Asbury students to come hang out. Um, we have events there. So we just had the senior freshman pancake dinner last night. Uh, we have uh, quite a few other things that we have uh, um, as far as like students can come and use it um, just on their own. So students come and we'll make food upstairs and hang out, watch movies. So it's uh, we're just a space for students to come and use. Man of the people, truly. True man, man of, of the people. James, I remember 
really early on in your time at Asbury. I kind of got to know you a little bit. I remember coming over one time and Global Cafe was happening and there was a fellowship meal and you were like, man, you got to come tonight. And I was like, why? I mean, not that I wouldn't want to come, but I asked you if there was a specific reason. You said, man, you got to get my slap your mama dip. (laughs) And I heard that there was a mandatory renaming of the slap your mama dip. Well, it was more, it wasn't a mandatory it was more of a more of a I, w- I have grown Luke I've grown so mainly because I'm married to a mama and I have a mama and uh and I and I probably respect them more than I want to slap them so because mainly because my mama's from Georgia she will slap back Mara don't play Absolutely. um and uh and I and I love my mama of my child aka Rochelle Rejoice Ballard she's pretty epic and so I just decided you know what let's be let's be for all people and so the dip is better than the name so we might as well bring a, a great name in for for the dip so respect your mama dip is that a reference to the movie friday after next when the no. barbecue the barbecue commercial where he says barbecue so good make you want to slap your mama and then he actually slaps his mother <laughs> <laughs> you know actually first of all great movie reference second of great all movie. um the uh i would say that uh it's actually from a church where I was a youth pastor back in North Carolina, and uh, it's this taco-style dip. And one of the students came up to uh, the, the kid, that mom who made it, and said, Man, Corey, this dip is so good, it makes me want to slap your mama. And I kid you not, <laughs> in the Triangle Presbyterian Church cookbook is Slap Your Mama Dip. So I own it. It's in my house. It. I'll be happy to show it to anybody that wants to see it. But I need to try it. Come on, Logan. Can we make it happen? We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Um James, you've seen a lot of growth this year, specifically. Excuse me. He's speaking in tongues, folks. Specifically. Um, what's what's been working for you this semester, man? We've seen we've seen a lot of growth at WGM. What's been working for you? I would say culture, um, and it's not something that I have done per se, but it's the students that we have, the leaders that we have. Um, I think culture changes everything. I think it makes a place that people want to belong to, people want to be a part of. Um, so, you know, if I were looking at kind of what is building momentum, it's it's the student leaders we have, the culture we're, we're building, and it's it's just fun to be a part of. And to see the students that are coming and, and going out and inviting others, some of the wins and stories we have at our, our student leadership meetings on Wednesday nights with our cabinet, um, we're just hearing time and time again, even seniors saying, hey, I, I've, I've never been to Global Cafe. This is my first time, and I don't know why I hadn't been coming. Yeah. And so just that awesome. kind of momentum, that kind of culture shift that we're, that we're seeing, um, it's pretty exciting. And, and I'm just proud of uh, the, of our students and the leaders and just the thing, things that we're seeing and accomplishing. That's awesome. So along with me, Luke, and Logan, I know that you are a Johnson resident. Hey. And remind me what year you graduated? Graduate 01. Graduated in 01. So you spent some time in Johnson. I would love to hear about your Johnson experience, where you lived, yeah, what you loved. So uh, first uh, two years, I started off in Johnson 4th East, 4th uh, Easy, except we didn't have a name back then. We literally, it was kind of during the time when Prince like dropped his name and went to Assemble. We so li- epic. I know. We literally had our own, just Assemble, like no name. We are like 4th oh, East. Awesome, yeah, man. yeah. It was pretty epic. Like. And at that time, like everybody had guitars, like our entire, <laughs> there were no worship arts majors. Everybody was like a, a musician back then. Everyone Literally everyone, it felt that way. Like our hall had, I think we averaged it out. It was like two guitars per room. Basically. It was pretty, pretty awesome. A lot of musicians on, on, on fourth East great floor. I lived in 403. So shout out to 403 back. Who's ever up there. 
So I don't know who's there, but somebody cool, I'm sure. Uh, and then uh, I was uh, in Johnson Third West my last two years. I was RA of the Dog Hall, and uh, it was a pretty epic time. A lot of buffalo runs and uh, and dance parties that that w- clothes were optional, so it was a good nice. it was a good time. So. What's, what's a buffalo run? Uh, it's where you basically run semi clothed or maybe not at all through the floors of Johnson. So similar to a moose run. Similar. I wonder if it predates the moose run. It does predate the moose run. So even so Johnson, have, so even Johnson started that. Definitive proof that man, Johnson really started the record. moose run. In the beginning. That's big, man. That's that's big. So two years of fourth easy. Yep. Or fourth east, I guess. Yep, fourth east now. And then after that? Two years on third west. Two years on third west. Are, are there, are there any um, current faculty or staff members that you went to school with? That I went to school with? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Dr. Merrick's. She and I were RAs together our our, our last two years. Wow. So yeah. So she was she's she's a good one. Um so what what are some of the some of the other memories you have from your time as an RA? Were there things that um that really stick out to you as far as like spiritual growth or things mm-hmm. that you were able to do through leadership that you think maybe carry over into where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, John Morley was R D of the time and so uh, you know, great John Morley impersonation. Dude, one more thing. Come on. <laughs> Dude, dude, you're going to wake Zoe. Um, so just uh, I would say just as an RA under John, I learned a lot about service, um, learned a lot about being a servant. Um, mm-hmm. And and me coming from Fourth East, it's probably similar now, even in culture, right? Fourth East to Third West. Uh, Fourth East was definitely more laid back, kind of chill hall. And Third West was definitely more the, oh, yeah, you know, um, and uh, definitely more involved in sports and things like that. So uh, just learned a, a lot about being adaptable in situations and 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 understanding the culture moving into and trying to be a part of that. So I think in, in leadership, I learned during that time was just being adaptable and and being able to have a vision and cast it. And so a lot of life lessons being being in that role um, and how to deal with tough times. I mean, being an RA is not easy. So students out there listening, you think RA is fun and games all the time. It's not. Um, you, you kind of a. Uh, a pastor in a sense you're also kind of a, a mentor and also have to deal with some pretty tough situations so uh all props out to the ras on campus ride or die james one very quick question and then a and then a good, another good question cats game cox tonight who you got Ooh, let's go cats great i agree <laughs> what? surprise there on that answer <laughs> c-a-t-s cats by 90 um james Give us a funny story from your time as WGM director. Um, it could be a global cafe story, but there's bound to be something really yeah. funny that's happened in your time here. Well, you know, I would say one of the most epic things, at least it's cultural and you kind of expect it, is a Zeke Freedom, Friedemann uh, is guaranteed at least a nap during one cabinet meeting. Every week. Every week. Every so, week. <laughs> I mean, as far as like something that's been stable in my life as a, and something that's great... It's it's a freedom and nap. So every single I, week, I look forward to that every week. Uh, it's pretty epic. Um, he's while just, people are talking, while people are talking, man, he's, just, he's at such peace. There's tranquility in that man. I'm comfortable at WGM. It's a <laughs> and the other thing I would say about WGM is that you never know what you're gonna get. You always got to be on. Like I walk out, the things you're like, okay, that happened. You know, like the windows <laughs> broke, or you know, someone kicked a, a soccer ball and like broke a, a camera or something. I don't know. So it's just. There's always something going to happen, and I love every moment of it. Um, yeah, but I would say Zeke Freedom and napping, that's probably one of the things that that warms my heart. Man, I'm honored, actually. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, last question. 
Goat Roast this coming Saturday, one of WGM's, probably WGM's biggest event mm-hmm. all year. Tell us about that, what we should know about Goat Roast, what time it is. Give us all the details. Absolutely. So if you are not doing anything next Saturday, October 5th from 4 to 7 p.m., we have live music. Uh, yours truly, Logan, uh, will be will be playing. Uh, we'll have some live music and some other guests there. We'll have free goat stew, free goat meat roasted over open fire, hoping there's no, no burn ban. And uh, we also have like box maize, L8, cheesecake, um, app, caramel and apples and all that kind of jazz. And uh, it's going to be a great event. We usually have over 500 people. So if you think it's not a pop and happen in place, it is definitely banging in, in Wilmore on, on uh, the Saturday. So I hope you show up. It'll be a great event. Yeah. So that's this coming Saturday. We're recording right now on Saturday. This will release on Monday. So this coming Saturday, October 5th. October is that 5th. correct? Yep. Goat it's a great Roast. event. It's a great, great event. Great one, event. Of, one of those events at Asbury where you're like, this is college. It's essential, man. Yeah, if it's you haven't been college. yet and you've there's, been here a while, you need to go to Goat Roast. Yeah, there's a handful of them on campus every year, but Goat Roast is one of those events where it definitely feels like this is what college is, man. This is crazy. Yeah. That's the end of our interview, James. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me, It was a lot of fun. Our shout-out today is to Fizzplant. Um, Logan and I roomed together, and we had a sink that was just, I don't know what led to the situation, but it was in It wasn't shape. us. It wasn't us. Who I knows? firmly believe I, it's I, been worked on for years, becoming that gross. I, it, it was probably over the summer or last year. I don't know what happened to it, but... We had flies coming out of it. We had worms in the or sink. Larvae. It, yeah. I mean, we're not talking like that is terrible. Worms. Yeah, it, we're not talking earthworms. It, but just millimeter. Yeah, oh, it, was, like it was. It was. Mag- very, it was very. It may have been maggots. It yeah. whatever it was. It was in very rough shape. Logan tried to pour some uh, some mouthwash down it, so it was green <laughs> and it didn't. It was clogged. It was just in rough shape. And Demarion Johnson tried to fix. He it. He tried to fix he it. He spent couldn't. hours on it. Anyway, fizz plant. Um, we put a work order in. Fizz plant came, got the got the worms and everything out of it, and our sink looks like it was just installed yesterday. So shout shouts out to Fizz plant. Did y'all get a new sink? No, or we is didn't. it the same fixture? You just got, got it cleaned out. Well, I don't that's think, not a bad idea. I don't think because I'm trying to get a new, got sink, a new in my sink. I don't think we got a new sink, but that's about what it looks like. I mean, it they was did a good job. It was very it was in very rough shape, and they they really hooked us up. Same so sh- room as last year. No, okay. no, it, w- it wasn't the same room as last year. We've had four different us. rooms. Zeke and I have roomed 40 years together. We've had four different rooms, four different sinks. Yes. I didn't know if it was like stash air, you know, it was mm. like, you know, it, w- it, w- it wasn't <laughs> us. But, oh, but big shout out to Fizz Plant. They legitimately are on the grind all the time. 24-7. And people don't know. And then they get a work order in and it doesn't get filled for like a week and they get mad. But it's, Fizz Plant has a lot to do. Fizz, Fizz Plant is always always working hard and they have a lot on their plate so shout out to them so that's the end of our episode thank you for listening um please go follow us on instagram at the smokestack podcast um and we'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode if you have any and we'd love to hear whether you're you're a cap or bistro fan so thanks for listening signing out from the smokestack